This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And if uh, you're just waking up, uh, top of the hour, we're going right to a Novacare physician, uh, Dr. Damon Green, Green. is it real? Yep, Dr. Damon, Damon Green. Green, a shoulder specialist, to tell us you know, the whys and wherefores of this injury. And at 7.30, making his first public comment mm-hmm. since, Al, the announcement uh, yesterday or the revelation yesterday that Hurts is injured uh, will be Nick Sirianni, the coach, who has already taken some of the blame for yep. the play calling. We will now go to our expert, Mr. Ross Tucker, who is brought to you by First Trust Bank, official bank of the Philadelphia Eagles. And here is Ross Tucker. Hi, Ross. Angelo, what's up, man? How are you? All right, I'll tell you exactly what's up. Uh, Jalen Hurts is injured. What is your reaction? I'm not overly worried, not overly concerned, because we all saw him stay in the game and, in fact, make some incredible throws throughout the rest of the game for the Eagles to win. You know, it was pretty clear on the play he got hurt that something was different, right? He stayed down longer than he normally does. It's interesting. He was real close to staying down on the ground long enough that he was going to have to come out for a play. But he was able to gather himself, stay in the game, and get the win. You know, on some level, it really speaks to just how tough he is. And I would say, you know, there's a whole other conversation about if he misses games and the MVP and all that. But the fact that he has this injury – and stayed in the game so that the Eagles could get that win makes him even more valuable, and as a former player, you know, makes him even more impressive in my book. Um, no argument about Hurts at all. A lot of frustration toward our coaches. For the first 24 minutes of that game, Russ Tucker, Miles Sanders did not touch the football. Provide for me any football justification for that situation. Yeah, well, I mean, a couple things, right? Um, this has kind of been the Eagles' MO, which is to throw the ball in the first half to get the lead and then run it more in the second half. That's what they've done for the most part this year. What I don't really understand, and I'd, I'd love to hear from the coaches as to why, when they did run it in the first half, maybe the first two, three drives, it was exclusively Jalen Hurts. And I'm not sure what they saw in the Bears' defense or why they thought that was the best way to go. Listen, anytime you run the quarterback, you have an extra blocker, it's extremely effective. 
and I think they wanted to try to get the lead as soon as possible. But obviously, I felt like it probably would have been better to get Miles involved a little bit earlier. And my concern, uh, Angelo, is just the volume. 17 carries for Jalen is just too many. Absolutely, and 37 dropbacks. Uh, 54 plays, he was in the line of fire. Ross, here's the problem. You said, yeah, they've done this all year, try to establish the pass before the run. How many times was there a wind chill of six? How many times were there winds over 30 miles an hour? And how many times were they facing the 27th-ranked run defense? Ross, this was not the game to maintain your strategy when you could have done it in a much easier way and preserve the health of your team. Doesn't that make sense to you? Well, what you're saying makes sense, but remember this. They're even worse from a pass defense standpoint. And we saw no, they're that, not. right? Like we they're saw, 12th. We saw, they're ranked 12th in pass defense. They're ranked 27th in run defense. It's not correct. I'm, I'm going based on how the game went. The Eagles did not run it very effectively. But they were able Wait to get the ball to Devontae Smith and Time A.J. Out. Brown. Time out. They didn't run it effectively. They didn't hand the ball to the running back for the first 24 minutes. How are you going to know if you have a running game if you don't run it? You're doing RPOs and you're doing quarterback runs. How do you know? You were an offensive lineman. You understand the rhythm of getting into a run game. You understand that. How could you possibly say it wasn't working when they never handed the man the ball? Well, I'll tell you why. Because over the course of the game, this was the first game all year where I felt like the offensive line did not get it done. It was the first, and, and maybe you could argue they should have given the ball to Miles earlier and blah, blah, blah. But my point is this. I don't know what they saw, but obviously it was a lot of man-to-man coverage on the outside. And when that happens, they should be running it. But they didn't run it very well. I was very disappointed in the offensive line. Every guy, every starter played every snap. And they I don't want to say they got handled, Angelo, but they did not dominate like they have all year. How do you know until you do it? And how do you know until you keep doing it? Russ, nobody knows this more than you. You did it for a living. You, the first two runs may not work. You got to keep pounding the rock. You know this. Why are you well, pretending you don't? No, I'm, I'm telling you this, Angelo. They did not do a very good job of staying on the field early. Hertz was missing. Like, everything everybody's saying is correct. But if you go back and look with this 24-minute thing, how many plays was it? Like 12 plays? Because the Bears had the ball. The Eagles couldn't stay on the field. I think it was like maybe eight throws and four Jalen runs. They, they didn't even have the ball that much. Well, maybe they didn't have the ball that much because they didn't give it to their running back who just had 144 yards in a previous game. That, that just is his theory. Ron, I'm not going to argue with you the whole time, Ross. First of all, you don't sound great. You've got something going on there. But let me just go to one other thing because you were at a historic game on, uh, I guess it was Saturday. Uh, you saw the biggest comeback in the history of the NFL. Is that right? You were there for that game? That's right. And I did the Packers game last night, which is why I sound like crap. <laughs> wow. Wow. Anyway, Russ, I just got to know. Did you see the wheels coming off as the game went on? Did you see that thing about to happen before it actually happened? And, and uh, Matt Ryan blew another amazing game. Yeah, you know, when it was um, 
36-21 with like 12 minutes left in the fourth quarter, it almost felt inevitable. And the wild thing about it, Angelo, they didn't even have every break go their way. I mean, number one, twice they had fumble return for touchdowns to the Vikings that the refs blew dead. Yes, and then you're right. Jalen Rager comes in for Jefferson because Jefferson has to come out because he gets hit in the head. Rager stops his route, and Cousins throws a pick. I mean, if they got every break, they could have come back from down 40-something. <laughs> and Rager, Russ, it's amazing, isn't it, Rager? He was picked ahead of Jefferson. <laughs> it, it Honestly, he, he's not here anymore. Yeah. The Eagles have good receivers. But, Angelo, to watch those two guys on the same team in the same game, do you realize – Jefferson had to come out twice because of injuries. Yeah. Both times, it's the only time Rager came in the game. And both times, he screwed Kirk Cousins and, and Cousins threw a pick. Both times. <laughs> I mean, you honestly can't make it up. No. I, I, it, it's unbelievable that they were drafted back-to-back. Like, I hear what I think about. What does Jefferson even think about when he looks at Rager in the locker room? You know? Oh, I, and knows that guy was drafted ahead of him. It's bad. I would think he'll be looking him in the locker room while he packs. <laughs> anyway, Ross, take care of yourself, my friend. We'll talk soon. Thanks, Ross. All right, see you, dudes. All, all right. right. All right.